0: Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. Today is day 215. We're reading Acts chapters 8 through 10 today. Your hosts are Dave Moore and Fiona Carter. This is the Daily Reader for day 215, Acts chapters 8 through 10. At the quarter mark of the book of Acts, let's take stock of the patterns in Luke's story. The Holy Spirit has been mentioned 21 times thus far. Crescendo has been building in the aggression of the Jerusalem authorities against Jesus' disciples. Violence has now erupted. Yet on multiple occasions, a time of explosive growth for the church follows immediately after a moment of challenge or decision. Two new themes are developed at the beginning of the second act, one of which is the expansion of the gospel. Upon Stephen's frightful end, the disciples are scattered, and we follow Philip from Jerusalem through Judea into Samaria. There he meets Simon the Magician and a court official of the Queen of Ethiopia, both of whom believe in Jesus, but with different purposes in mind. Later in chapter 10, we're reunited with Peter in the seaside town of Joppa. Up the coast in Caesarea, a devout centurion named Cornelius is visited by an angel who commissions Cornelius to send for Peter. Meanwhile, Peter receives a vision as well, repeated three times, an image of animals that the law forbade, and the voice of God pressing him to rise, kill, and eat. For what God has made clean do not call common. As Peter awakes, inwardly perplexed about what this could mean, the servants of the Gentile Cornelius arrive. The second theme that emerges is really a character. Saul. Luke makes sure that we know straight away what kind of man he was, observing simply, and Saul approved, of Stephen's execution. We watch him ravage the church in Jerusalem, and then ask the high priest for orders to take his rage to Damascus. But on the way there, someone meets him, something happens to him, and soon Saul himself is confounding the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus was the Christ. There is much action here, and it seems that Luke wants us to feel it that way. He has a story to tell, and limited time in which to do it. There is little backstory. Characters emerge and then are dropped at will, and there are few coincidental observations about the life of the church. Luke is telling us, sometimes through silence, what he believes is important. Our verse for this week is Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Acts 8 through 10. Now let's read it.
1: Chapter 8. And Saul approved of his execution. And there arose on that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem. And they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Devout men buried Stephen and made great lamentation over him. But Saul was ravaging the church. And entering house after house, he dragged off men and women, and committed them to prison. Now those who were scattered went about preaching the word. Philip went down to the city of Samaria, and proclaimed to them the Christ. And the crowds, with one accord, paid attention to what was being said by Philip when they heard him, and saw the signs that he did. For unclean spirits, crying out with a loud voice, came out of many who had them and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was much joy in that city. But there was a man named Simon, who had previously practiced magic in the city, and amazed the people of Samaria, saying that he himself was somebody great. They all paid attention to him, from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the power of God that is called great. And they paid attention to him, because for a long time he had amazed them with his magic. that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For he had not yet fallen on any of them, but they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And then they laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Now when Simon saw that the Spirit was given through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also, so that anyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. that nothing of what you have said may come upon me. Now when they had testified and spoken the word of the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel to many villages of the Samaritans. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Rise and go toward the south, to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert place. And he rose and went. And there was an Ethiopian, a eunuch, And the eunuch saw him no more, and went on his way, rejoicing. But Philip found himself at Azatus, and as he passed through he preached the gospel to all the towns, until he came to Caesarea. Chapter nine. But Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any one belonging to the way, men or women he might bring them bound to jerusalem now as he went on his way he approached damascus and suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him and falling to the ground he heard a voice saying to him saul saul why are you persecuting me and he said who are you lord and he said i am jesus whom you are persecuting but rise and enter the city and you will be told what you are to do Rise and go to the street called Straight, and at the house of Judas look for a man of Tarsus, named Saul, for behold he is praying, and he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him, so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. And all who heard him were amazed, and said, Is not this the man who made havoc in Jerusalem of those who called upon this name? And has he not come here for this purpose, to bring them bound before the chief priests? But Saul increased all the more in strength, and confounded the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus was the Christ. When many days had passed, the Jews plotted to kill him, but their plot became known to Saul, They were watching the gates day and night in order to kill him. But his disciples took him by night and let him down through an opening in the wall, lowering him in a basket. And when he had come to Jerusalem, he attempted to join the disciples. And they were all afraid of him, for they did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the disciples and declared to them how on the road he had seen the Lord, who spoke to him, and how at Damascus he had preached boldly in the name of Jesus. So he went in and out among them at Jerusalem, preaching boldly in the name of the Lord. And he spoke and disputed against the Hellenists, but they were seeking to kill him. And when the brothers learned this, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. So the church throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria had peace and was being built up, and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, it multiplied. Now as Peter went here and there among them all, he came down also to the saints who lived at Lydda. There he found a man named Aeneas, bedridden for eight years, who was paralyzed, and Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you, rise and make your bed. And immediately he rose. And all the residents of Lydda and Sharon saw him, and they turned to the Lord. Now there was in Joppa a disciple named Tabitha, which translated means Dorcas. She was full of good works and acts of charity. In those days she became ill and died and when they had washed her, they laid her in an upper room. Since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples, hearing that Peter was there, sent two men to him, urging him, please come to us without delay. So Peter rose and went with them, and when he arrived, they took him to the upper room. All the widows stood beside him weeping and showing tunics and other garments that Dorcas made while she was with them. But Peter put them all outside and knelt down and prayed, turning to the body. He said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. And he gave her his hand, and raised her up. Then calling the saints and widows, he presented her alive. And it became known throughout all Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. And he stayed in Joppa for many days, with one Simon, a tanner. Chapter 10 And having related everything to them he sent them to joppa the next day as they were on their journey and approaching the city peter went up on the housetop about the sixth hour to pray and he became hungry and wanted something to eat but while they were preparing it he fell into a trance and saw the heavens opened and something like a great sheet descending being let down by its four corners upon the earth And Peter went down to the men and said, I am the one who you are looking for. What is the reason for your coming? And they said, Cornelius, a centurion, an upright and God-fearing man, who was well spoken of by the whole Jewish nation, was directed by a holy angel to send for you to come to his house and to hear what you have to say. So he invited them in to be his guests. The next day he rose and went away with them, and some of the brothers from Joppa accompanied him, and on the following day they entered Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them, and had called together his relatives and close friends. When Peter entered, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter lifted him up, saying, Stand up, I too am a man. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many persons gathered. And he said to them, You yourselves know how unlawful it is for a Jew to associate with or to visit anyone of another nation. But God has shown me that I should not call any person common or unclean. So when I was sent for, I came without objection. I ask then why you sent for me. And Cornelius said, Four days ago, about this hour, I was praying in my house at the ninth hour. And behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing and said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard and your alms have been remembered before God. Send therefore to Joppa and ask for Simon, who is called Peter. He is lodging in the house of Simon, a tanner by the sea. So I sent for you at once, and you have been kind enough to come. Now therefore we are all here in the presence of God to hear all that you have been commanded by the Lord. So Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly I understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. As for the word that he sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. You yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee, after the baptism that John proclaimed, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him, and we are witnesses of all that he did both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. to him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. While Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word, and the believers from among the circumcised who had come with Peter were amazed, because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles, for they were hearing them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter declared, Can anyone withhold water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked him to remain for some days.
0: Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible.